Welcome, and thank you for listening today. This Caregiver Life podcast focuses on caregivers from all walks of life. Throughout the episode, we will hear from caregivers on the front line, those who do the day-to-day, sometimes hour-to-hour caregiving. We will also hear from care recipients, professionals in the field of caregiving, and other various topics of interest to those living this caregiver life. Hi, I'm Kelsey Grammer. Wounded Warrior Project supports injured veterans by connecting them with fellow warriors, by serving them through mental health and wellness programs, and by empowering them to live on their own terms. No one should face a battle alone. Join us at WoundedWarriorProject.org. Hi, Mayor. Hi, Jen. What are you up to? I'm building a respite-in-place calendar for myself for the month of July. What are you up to? Oh, that's right. You're taking, you're taking a summer vacay. Um, I'm building a moving checklist because I purchased a new home and I'm moving. Yay, but that's so much fun though. It is. It's a lot of work. Uh, it was a lot of work to find a home during the COVID pandemic. Um, just even looking at homes was a bit of a challenge sometimes. And a lot of homes are selling the same day they go on the market because the interest rates are super low. So it was just a really unusual time to be house shopping. And now I'm moving. So I'm doing all the things, picking out paint colors. I'm wondering how many boxes I'll have to get. (laughs) Yeah. I uh, ordered a couple of uh, moving guys for four hours yesterday. I didn't know you could just order moving people on the on the internet, maybe they're moving girls. You're gonna have moving guys and girls. So moving people. Moving persons are coming to help move me. Humans, you're paying for humans to move your, to do the heavy lifting for you. Yes, but you know what I just thought, um, you know how the military is always like trying to develop these exoskeletons and make the super soldier? What if we made an exoskeleton for like a super mover? Oh, we could probably make a million dollars. We could, so, go, we could go on Shark Tank. I, I think it would cost more than the $250 that I'm paying for the for the two moving people that I've hired. You develop it, you mean? Yes. <laughs> yeah. You mean like, what if we could have somebody do like one of those 3D ones? Like <laughs> what, what if we could make an uh, exo caregiver? I would, I would think that would be interesting to say the least. Yeah. And I mean, I've, I've often thought, I wonder how robots might be integrated into a caregiving home. They could clean for me. That would be one thing. I would uh, love that. Oh, if I went food shopping and they put my food away. They could take the dog out. Take the dog for a walk. They could maybe do laundry. Wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah, there's lots of ways we could figure that out. Prepare so, hey, them. listeners, if this is sparking an interest, let us know and send us a, a voice message and we'll play it on the air. We'll see if we can get you a, we'll help you get a grant. Like the VA has grants for things like those. I'd also love to hear about caregivers who maybe are using artificial intelligence in their caregiving roles. Maybe you have a, a one of those robot vacuums. Maybe you, uh, maybe you used Alexa. Uh, whatever it is, we'd love to hear about how technology and automation is um, integrating into your schedule. Uh, we use Alexa. 
You do? Does your yeah, care recipient use Alexa? Yes, we set reminders on the Alexa app, on the Alexa, I don't know, what do you call it? The Alexa device. Oh, a device, I think that might be it. Personal right. assistant. We use it for, we have one that goes on our uh, thermometer in the house too. Do you ever ask it to tell you jokes? Yeah, we do. Do you ever ask it to play smooth jazz? We do. <laughs> and Spotify, it'll play Spotify. Oh, I love that, and I'll bet that you could use your Alexa to play this Caregiver Life podcast, right? Because we're available everywhere that you get podcasts, including Spotify. It has. I have done it. That's amazing. Yeah. I know. You can listen to any podcast, but, you know, of course, this Caregiver Life podcast first. Right. Well, and just for our listeners who previously uh, have downloaded and listened to all our episodes, and we're so excited that you did that, and then this bucket list podcast popped up again, it's because I produced the bucket list podcast and unfortunately I messed up the audio. And so it was only one minute and 40 seconds long and that's not right. No, I mean, who could have, who could share their bucket list in one minute and three seconds? So <laughs> we decided we'd re-record it and we would talk about caregiver bucket lists. And um, definitely on my bucket list is to start using technology and automation to make my life easier both as a caregiver and just as a human. Uh, I am thinking about the robot vacuum, but also my brother uses Alexa, and I'm thinking about some new ways that maybe we could we could integrate Alexa into his daily routine more. Oh, that would be good. I like that. That's pretty good. That's like a very practical bucket list item, and I'm, I'm not knocking that, but what other bucket list items do you have? Oh, man. Well, I... I had to take a really hard look at my life back in May because I had a kidney stone. Oh God, that's right. And I, it was definitely induced by dehydration, but also I know that stress contributed to it. And if I sort of historically look back about six, eight weeks into this COVID pandemic, I definitely started feeling a lot of anxiety, some depressed, some feelings of depression, isolation. Uh, I felt very overwhelmed with work assignments and tight deadlines and a lot of pressure and put that in a, in a bucket and ignored it, <laughs> ignored my health. Mm -hmm. And then I was in the hospital for a few days. Now, kind of a footnote on that. I was in isolation because, you know, I had to wait for my COVID test to come back and very, very few hospital staff could interact with me. And I enjoyed it a little bit. <laughs> As much as one can enjoy anything where you're in excruciating pain. <laughs> yeah. The quietness though. But I started thinking like my bucket list really needs to involve more alone time, more recreation time, more time for my hobbies and my projects, more time for this podcast and less time waking up at, you know, one o'clock in the morning because I have missed a deadline at work and trying to catch up between one and 3 a.m. and then get back up at seven and, you know, participate in eight or nine Zooms in a day. That's, that was insanity and definitely not the lifestyle I want to live. So I'm adding some, some gen things to my bucket list. That's rugged having that kind of lifestyle. That's a tough place to be. Don't you think there's so many caregivers who work from home and now working from home and they're caregiving and probably feel that way right now? 
probably because they can't you can't get out as much like if you're working virtually if they were working virtually prior to the covid national basically national shutdown they still could have ways of getting out but like you could do more takeout dinners you break things up and all of a sudden everything was on that person the caregiver so working virtually caring at home and then not being able to leave the home to get any change of scenery at all is that's pretty tough one day becomes just like the the other day you know so yeah i think that probably really affected them adversely but there are i mean there are things you can do it just depends on the situation you live in you have to like maybe read a book or something to get yourself to conscious decisions too mm -hmm. like i was i wasn't really making conscious decision i was just being that robot going through all the motions doing all the things and i think i was we can be surrounded sometimes and not know which way to turn, right? Like if mm -hmm. I turn this way, I have to do paperwork for my mom for social security. And if I turn this way, I have to do work for, you know, an assignment for this job. And if I turn this way, I need to do a video for the other job. And if I turn this way, my house is dirty and I'm sitting in it 24 hours a day. So um, I've, I, I really definitely felt like I was sort of surrounded by these buckets and triaging, you know, the, the buckets like okay this one's filling up i gotta dump it out and this one's this one's filling up and i gotta dump it out you know we talk about about you know uh overflowing ourselves with commitments and assignments and we've talked about saying no and that's where i got to the point where i just had to say no no more well i think when you're home all the time this is where you know experience for me comes in over the last few years it, you have to learn how to create boundaries, which I, I had to learn how to make boundaries for myself or I would drown. That, and that's been going on for years, you know, working virtually and then being home and, you know, you lose your set of colleagues that you're used to being with and interacting with strangers that you're not going to have the chance of meeting again, you know, like you used to when you're out and about, you have to have your boundaries or you feel like you're, you feel like just overdone, you know, like put a fork in it and you're done. As Empty bucket. Thing. Yeah. I mean, there's just nothing there. You've got nothing left to give because you have to refresh yourself. It's really important to do that. And I, I think it's a challenge to do it. You can forget all the things that you wanted to do. You almost forget who you were. Uh, it's so funny that you said nothing left to give because I watched an Oprah Winfrey video yesterday uh, from several years ago. And she said, you don't have anything to give that you don't have right. and if you've given all your hope all your energy all your time away then what do you what do you have left right like I don't now I don't have anything to give you're doing an amazing job I think of refilling your bucket right now because you have given a lot in the last few years and sacrificed many many personal endeavors to be a caregiver and to advocate for other caregivers. But right now you're taking some time to refill your bucket. I am. And it's a, it's, so I think it's a surprise opportunity. I, it's, and sometimes as I, you know, I mean, we've referenced caregivers a lot, but I just think for people in general, sometimes you have to uh, rephrase what's happening so you can put a different lens on it. So instead of feeling like, I can't go anywhere, we can't travel, all those things are true. 
we can't travel, we can't plan, so we can't plan trips. We're not, we can't even go to restaurants right now. Tom's way too vulnerable, so we, I limit my engagement with the public, with people I don't know. And even with people I know, we haven't seen family other than my daughter who's been here. And I was feeling a little like, well, I had plans to do some more writing this summer, but we have Kate here. She's off from school for the summer. She's a teacher. And we evolved into a plan because we put on a different set of glasses to see what the situation is, right? What, what is our lens? You know, respite for me is something that's not easy to come by. And uh, going on retreats and things, I mean, I just can't. I've never really been a great retreat person, I have to admit that. Only because I really don't like somebody else organizing my time when I have free time. So for me to go from a fairly regimented life to then going to a regimented and have to share a room with somebody, I want to shut down. Retreat for me means I shut down. And then I come back later feeling so creative because I was able to shut those parts of my brain down. So we reconfigured the summer and I'm, I'm bucket listing some of the things that I've wanted to do for a long time because we live right around the water. We're surrounded by water here. I've always wanted to try paddle boarding. So Kate and I got paddle boards. So wait, you just turned 60 and you're taking up paddle boarding and you have the tan to prove it. I do. Right now I do. And I, I, um, to know me prior to these years is to know this is everything I would have done, right? It's not like, oh, she turned 60 and she's gone crazy. These are things that I always, I've always very much been a water person. So I'm paddle boarding and I, um, not very good at it, (laughs) but, but so we went out and it was windy the other day and I paddled in place for like 20 minutes. (laughs) <laughs> we go. It was like way ahead of me, and I'm paddling, 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 paddling. I'm like, oh my god, I'm not even going anywhere. But we learned a lot, and it was a lot of fun. And then um, I got a kayak. So I've had a kayak in the past, but I've not had one here. So today will be our first outing on the kayak. So I'm getting to explore waters around Wilmington, and I'm so excited about it. We've put together some really some big monster workouts in the mornings you know i've been working out for a while and it's been on my bucket list to lose weight i've really struggled with that the last few years i've seen 42 pounds go i have i don't know how many left to go so wait you turned 60 60. you lost 42 pounds and you're learning paddle boarding all during covid i can't even believe it like for our listeners who think you can't do it. Well, Mare is a full-time caregiver to her husband who has uh, service connected to the military. He has ALS and she's able to do it. So don't tell yourself that you can't do it. You can, you're all, you only can't do it because you're telling yourself you can't. Right. Like I'm not saying you can do what I'm doing, but that's because this is what I want to do. Maybe this isn't anything close to whatever you want to do. If you have something that you want to do, you probably could make it happen if you want to. You probably, probably isn't going to be exactly the way you would have wanted it to be. So there's that. Like, let's think about that, right? Um, It's not perfect. It's not a perfect solution, but it's perfect for now. You paddled in place, but you paddled. 
I'm making it perfect because I won't accept less than that. I can't change all the other things that are going on in my life, but I can change how I am going to approach doing this. I can change what is successful for me because I'm the only one who defines success for me, right? Like, yes, I lost 42 pounds. Will I lose 20 more pounds or 30 more pounds? I could lose e either one and I wouldn't, nobody would think, oh God, you've lost too much weight. But maybe that becomes so difficult for me that I can't do that. It's so hard to do and it's, I'll just be happy to maintain where I am now. I am very flexible. Your whole thought process is going to define how you feel success in your life and how you achieve your bucket list. Like for me, my bucket list was very different a few years ago than it is right now. So right now, today, the month of July, as we're coming up on the month of July, I'm exercising, which means for me running, because running is, I've, I love running. It's like my favorite thing to do. So I'm running. I'm running outdoors some days, but not every day because my body can't take it anymore. I have a lot of arthritis. My body can't take it. So I run on a treadmill. I make a playlist for myself and I change it out when it's not working. Like I make it work so it's a good experience for me. And you have to control that. Only you can control that. Yeah. And you'll come back to things so much better. Like I, my, my creative juices are just flying right now. I, I'm now looking forward to after this sort of respite in place, retreat in place experience to when we're doing some of our projects that you and I just talked about before we start our podcast. Yeah, we had a um, This Caregiver Life business meeting, which we have from time to time, and we have some really exciting um, things coming for you this fall. We can't wait to share them. We may give you a sneak peek on a podcast before we take our final break um, of the before our summer vacay. But I think it's important to take a look at your buckets. Where, where, divide your, where are you dividing your time up? That's a bucket, right? That, those are buckets of time. Where are you dividing up your energy? And where do you want to put those things? Like, do you want to keep putting all of your time and energy into, into things that keep, that, that bring you um, stress? Or do you want to put put your time and energy into things that bring you joy. Now, obviously I have to work. I have to clean the house. I have to do those things, but I don't have to do them to the extent that they, they make me miserable. And I, I guess, so when we talk about bucket lists, we also need to talk about balance. You know, think about when you carry one bucket with your left hand and how a one full bucket and how heavy that feels. But now think about if you carry two, two buckets, each half full, one on each side of your body. Wow, that's so much easier so much easier to navigate. You spill so much less water and you probably get to where you're going a lot faster. And so I'm kind of looking at my buckets in that way. I can't just completely empty out some of these, these responsibilities that I have. Some of my buckets are permanent or at least they're, they're fixed right now, but I can, uh, I can move the load around a little bit and I'm looking forward to, to moving and spending my summer vacation, not only moving, but doing a, uh, a reset. I'm 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 going back to our mindset reset podcast, thinking about that while we're talking, and and we need to continually do the mindset reset. And I'll be doing that while I move and thinking about uh, balancing my buckets. See, I think that's an important piece to put on a, an important part of a bucket list is um, the mindset reset, where and finding that 
finding that balance for yourself, which you, you don't even know what that is right now. You, I mean, you can imagine what it is because you know that you're moving and you know what the house looks like right, right now, but it's getting painted. The house will be painted before you, whole, like that's a gift in and of itself, right? To have a whole house painted before you move in. Because usually you don't have that much time, but you have the gift of time right now. So you can, you're going to have the house painted. You're going to have some furnishings that you want to get. You're going to find your nook that's going to work for you. <clears throat> Those are some really great things. This is part of your bucket list. You've been wanting this in your life for so long now. You're going to be permanently settled in there. You have a pool in your community, right? Fitness center with yoga. That's going to be part of my reset is participating in some of the fitness center classes, which I'm excited about. And um, also just taking advantage of a clean slate. Mm -hmm. See, I love that. And I, I think the whole month of July is going to bring that to us. We're, we're going to, we'll do a little bit. We might do a couple of podcasts here and there, little short ones, maybe some little trailers, but really we're going to take some time to be in our moments. I was able to get rid of a bucket on now our original podcast. We talked about a, a special orange bucket that I brought home from Mayo hospital after I had my kidney stone, uh, incident and um uh, they sent me home with a giant orange bucket and uh, i had to return it full of my urine nice yeah it was uh, it was weird i was really hesitant i had to i had to put all of my um i had to deposit into there for 24 hours and uh, all my tests came out great so basically i'm good i need to not let myself get stressed i need to not let myself get dehydrated and if you're listening to this i hope you're doing it with something to drink like mayor and i are we used to talk about what we were drinking on our podcast but um nonetheless uh that bucket is out of my life and i also think um there are times in your life when you have to reflect on maybe what you have to let go of, like we're constantly talking about adding, right? Adding things like adding mindfulness or adding yoga. And those are really healthy. Um, adding space. My new house will give me my own office. So I'll have some space, but um, sometimes you have to take things away. Sometimes you have yeah, to. Well, I take away the yoga training. Oh yeah, that's right. And sometimes you have to take away people. You do. I've, I've pulled myself away from a lot of advocacy right now. I've, um, I feel like I spent a lot of time advocating over the so many years, whether it was really advocating for Tom, but, you know, because I had to, because it was necessary to do that. And then I broadened my scope and I was av advocating in a broader way when I was, uh, when my son was deployed a few times and he's a single soldier, I was advocating on that level. So it was time for me to pull back and not do so much advocating and kind of reduce my circle. Yeah. I've, I've tightened the circle of people around me so that I'm really enjoying the relationships around me. I love that. I'm not feeling that I have to answer everybody's call to me, that I have to respond to everybody's text to me, that I can... I can tighten things up because one of the things that my dad always said, he was so, he had a couple of things that he repeated over the years of raising us. And one of them was, you should count yourself lucky if you have two or three good friends in your life. Mm -hmm. Everybody else is an acquaintance. 
And that is so true. I mean, I'm sure people have said that in many ways, many different times. You know, we could probably research that and find tons of other people who have said those kind of things. But, you know, to, to see it flesh out and be true over and over again in your life is, is always so interesting. And I come back to it. And that's where I am right now. So tighten up your circles. These are people who know, like you, who know what's going on in my daily life. And I know what's going on in your life. And when we call each other, it's, we're mutually caring about each other. We're yeah. not being asked to hold somebody's problems. Yeah, I like I can't begin to imagine how heavy your bucket is. But at the same time, I you probably can't begin to imagine how I hold all my buckets at once. Right. So mine's one big fat heavy one and yours is a hundred ones that are like maybe half full. Yeah. Right. So it's a lot. So we all juggle our own things, but we have mutual respect for each other and kindness and caring and we're, we're really, we know we can't fix each other's problems. And sometimes that's the best thing is knowing that you can't fix somebody's problems and still listen to you anyway. <laughs> with a, with an open heart. I try to always listen to my circle uh, with an open heart. And I also send a lot of greeting cards to my circle because that's one yeah, way I, I, can, <laughs> I can reach out. And I think um, that's one way that I can do a little something that's a bit of a surprise during COVID. You know, I can't take take my friends out to lunch. I can't travel to visit you. You can't travel. So we have to do, find little things, find little ways to um, remind our friends that we're here for them, no matter if they have a big bucket or if they have a hundred buckets or if they're um, dumping out some buckets and leaving the, leaving the empty ones at the recycle center. Leaving them for somebody else. I think I think really everybody in life has something in their buckets. I don't, I don't think, I mean, we see a lot of life through the caregiver lens, but we're also humans that have other interests that we have in life. I'm a writer and photographer and you're a writer and a speaker and you, you have other storyteller. You're, you know, we have other things that are about us, but we all have something that we carry, you know, whether we're walking a caregiver life or not. So, um, you know, that's how we handle it, I guess, that matters. And having a bucket list is good because it, it gives you something to work for. I'm going to challenge our listeners before we wrap up here to just write out your bucket list. Where are you putting your time and your energy or your money? And uh, where do you want to put it? And then think about how you can get there. And share it with us. Please do. We would love for you to send us a voicemail. Uh, if you'd like to tell us a story or share your bucket list with us, um, you can send us an email, include a voice memo in that email. We're at thiscaregiverlife at gmail.com. Of course, we're all over social media um, at This Caregiver Life. Or if you're tweeting, we're just at This Caregiver because we're, we're short and sweet like that. Um, and we'd also uh, want to invite you to listen to our other episodes. We've had some really, really rich content uh, and a lot of really uh, unique guests, everything from talking about long-term care uh, to talking about uh, holiday stress. You can find it in our 40 plus episodes. Mayor, we're nearing 50 episodes and 2,300 listeners. I think that's amazing. Blowing my we're, mind. I know. I love it. And I thank all of our listeners for helping us to feel so successful and giving us the feedback that, that you have on this Caregiver Life podcast. 
Yeah, we're so excited to have you. We can't wait to share some more with you um, about what's coming this fall. And in the meantime, we're going to have some interactive polls on our Facebook page. We'll also be a, a debuting our website, thiscaregiverlife.com, where yeah. you, you can visit right now if you'd like to. Uh, we're just, we're slowly rolling out uh, each of the pages. So we hope you will, uh, you will visit and keep visiting uh, as we have more content up on thiscaregiverlife.com. Yep. Sounds good, Jen. Till next time. Till next time, Mayor. <laughs>